Good morning. Welcome to Conversations with Friends with Mary Almwake, exploring ways to live our lives more fully in this wonderful world. We welcome your calls and thoughts at 242-7800. Conversations with Friends is brought to you on KAOI by Unity of Maui, where the heart is at home. Now, here's your host, Mary Almwake. What a beautiful Maui morning. We send blessings of aloha to all those listening to our conversations with friends today. And those listening on the World Wide Web, we we wash over you with Maui's grace and love. And may you just breathe in that awareness that right where you are, God is. Life is good. No matter whether it's cold on the outside, it's always warm on the inside. Jim Jacobson, good morning. Good morning. When you say breathe it in, I can appreciate that after having... uh, been grappling with pneumonia oh since goodness. New Year's Day. I appreciate the importance of every breath. Things and you take for granted. Yes, and we have several, uh, that you should say that, several breath classes uh-huh. at Unity Church. Last night, Mayla McConaughey started hers, Finding Your Peace Through Your Breath, and uh, she does that every, on the third Monday of every month and we started a great new class on Unity Basics 1 and we had people listening to this program, Jim. Never been to Unity Church that came and loved it. That's awesome. If you're looking to just explore the universal spiritual principles that are the truth that sets you free. Jesus said you'll know the truth and that truth is God is within you right now, all the time. And when you align with that and you attune with that, you begin to leave behind the old patterns that have kept us stuck in our human consciousness and mm-hmm. allow us to live more graceful, purposeful, joyful lives. It was just a thrill last night. That's awesome. We got some great year class this week on congruent marketing. You certainly gave people some interesting things to think about. We've gotten a lot of good feedback on that. Well, this is all part of a series that we're doing called The School for spiritual transformation spiritual and leadership. And leadership. So it's it's both sides of it. It's it's the spiritual side and the leadership side. Well, the leadership is not in the sense the world thinks top-down leadership. Mm-hmm. As you awaken you to your I am presence or your essence, you become a beneficial presence. Whether you're in a PTA meeting, you're in traffic, you're standing at line in the post office, you become a beneficial presence when people are at work or having conflict. You become a leader, not in the sense of I tell you what to do or I've got authority or I've got a title, mm-hmm. but you have a consciousness that brings the light and brings the blessings. The world needs the light and the love now. You know that. And, Absolutely. And, and so any time that I can in any situation situation, wherever I am, see people that are hurting or upset with each other, and rather than judge them, get in and try to fix it, which (laughs) is my old way, go away and then talk about them. No, the world doesn't need that. The world needs me to remember these are the beloveds of God that for a minute have forgotten. They've just forgotten. And if I can send enough light and and send enough love, it's the Ho'oponopono. Mm -hmm. If I can be that beneficial presence, we can help create the world. And what helps us do it is to let go and let God do it. Mm -hmm. To know God in them is up to it. And that's our word for the day, Jim. Let go and let God. This is part of the daily word that uh, you can get. Just call us at the church and we'll send you a copy of it. 242 Nine three two seven, or go online. Boy, our new website we unityonmaui.org is really hot. We thank Evelyn Foreman. What an angel! Yeah, we're really up to speed. Everything's up to date. I used to say in Kansas City, but I think now everything's up to date on Maui for Unity Maui. Here's our affirmation, Jim, and this is probably for somebody listening right now. I release all burdens and rest in the gentle presence of Christ within. And if you call it Buddha or you call it Atman or you call it God, I release all burdens and I rest in the gentle presence of the divine within. Cast your burdens on the Lord and the Lord will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. So this is a good day if you're stressed and struggling out there to just take a breath, let go, and let God. Absolutely. I appreciate those breaths. I know I do. Oh breath. It's so good to have you back and healthy. It, 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 it feels good to be back. I can tell you um, when you're sitting there thinking about and feeling every breath in you, deep in your chest, it's not fun. Oh. And um, Well, we have a workshop this week. Uh, this is coming up on, on the soul's language, a writing workshop of sacred poetry. And it's on, uh, oh, it's not this week. It's February 17th. Okay. What am I thinking? Think oh, what am I though. thinking? Okay, I got to get on the right page here. Uh, 
January 20th and 21st, we have a first-degree Reiki class from 1230 to 630. And, um, wow, and the introduction to that is Friday night from 6 to 7. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's on a love offering. But you can actually be trained in that first stage of r- Reiki. Reiki, and it is fantastic. Uh, I Molly have, does. My, my, Molly my does fiance Reiki. does Reiki, yeah. and it is so amazing. It's the subtle energy that you can, it, it, and we use this word a lot, palpable. Uh-huh. You can really feel it, and it very much um, he helps send healing vibrations throughout yeah. your body. Yeah, well, I can feel it. I have a smoky, um, sends me beautiful Reiki energy. We also have um, a workshop on grief coming up, you know, how to support yourself mm-hmm. in, uh, in that process. And we're going to be talking with um, our special guest coming up, Nancy Sabonia. Sabonia. Yes, and she is a grief educator and a filmmaker. And I hope she's on the line. Sonia, are you, Nancy, are you there? I am. Wow. Welcome to Conversations with Friends. You're in Oakland, huh? Yes, I'm in Oakland. And when are you coming over to see us? I'm coming over. I'll be at Unity on, I believe it's February 4th. It's a Sunday. On a Sunday. It is definitely a Sunday. Yeah, 6.30 And you're, you're bringing a film, is that right? Yes, I am. The Gifts of Grief. And boy, I want to share, Nancy, how timely this is. My brother passed away on uh, August 30th, Mm -hmm. and I have had probably um, on the high end, you know, some people have just a lot of deaths in their past and others very few, and I'm on that high end. But I have to say, my brother's passing this time, and, and there was the grief, no doubt, but the gifts were beyond belief. So I'm really uh, looking forward to being there on the 4th and seeing that film. Right. What inspired you, Nancy? You're, you're a grief counselor, is that right? Grief yes, educator. I yes, I am. Well, I'll tell you, of course, there's always a personal story, right, for anyone who has gone into the healing professions. Mm-hmm. And mine is um, first that death and grief were my beginning teachers. You know, my spiritual teachers at a pretty young age. Mm-hmm. When I was 17, uh, my father went away with my mom on a camping trip, and he had a heart attack and never came home. Mm. And so that, in those young years, really taught me something about uh, death and life and really took me on a spiritual journey, basically, to find out, you know, what are we doing here and what's really happening and how do we live and what is this death and how do you grieve and how do you get over and through it? And so um, that experience took me right into counseling. I did a master's degree in counseling and then started working with the hospice right after my master's and wanted to work with other people who were going through the process that I personally went through and um, wanted to be there and knew how important it was to have support. So in working with people, and I've worked with people at a hospice in Oakland for 17 years, I was totally inspired by everyone's courage and their, you know, incredible willingness to go through this process of grief. You know, not like anybody chose to go through it, but there they were. And for, to be able to walk through that journey with people and to watch how just intensely it takes you to a place in yourself that you might not have ever been before and you have to draw on resources and find something within Mm -hmm. really takes you on a journey like an inward journey and I would watch people go through this and really feel that they were changing and transforming in some really inspiring way and I wanted to share that with more people than just who I worked with and in my group so I decided to make a film and interview people about this incredible thing called grief. Are you familiar with the work that Ram Das and the um, um, hospice movement here on Maui is doing? Yes, I am, with Frank and Ram Das. Yes, yes, yes. They yes. just did an awesome program just two Sundays ago at the studio. I went up, Dying Into Grace. Yes. And then their their nonprofit is Ipuka. Uh-huh. I'm not saying Ooh. that right. Kiao. Yeah. And uh, they're doing a wonderful work here. Are you going to be connecting with them? Well, I already know Frank quite well mm-hmm. from, from all the years. We, we studied with Stephen Levine many, many years ago. Mm. 
did a lot of uh, workshops and, and trainings with him, retreats. So I'm, I'm quite familiar with him. I'm not coming specifically to work with him, but um, he's shown my film at some of the trainings he's done. And, you know, we're definitely colleagues and friends. Mm. Well, um, when you show the movie, then is there a discussion? Um, are there prayer groups? How do, uh, how do people take the information you give them and, and deepen it? Right. Um, we will have a discussion after the film. What the film really does is invite everyone into and their own experience of grief. You're really following um, deeply uh, seven people's stories of love and loss. And it will touch you as you watch the film, and I encourage that in the beginning when I when I introduce the film, so that we can really go deeper and discuss it at length after the film. And it's always been such a special and wonderful uh, time together, a sharing. Um, people usually really uh, do allow themselves to, to go there and share at that level of of their own hearts and their own losses. Now so, have, oh, excuse me. Go ahead. No, go, go. You're, you're uh, our guest. I'm sorry. <laughs> when you can't see somebody, sometimes the pause, you don't realize yeah. you're getting... Cause I'm sorry. No, Thank you okay. so much for sharing so deeply. Thanks. Anything else that you wanted to ask? Well, me? yeah. Beca- um, why did you choose Maui besides it's the most beautiful place on the planet? <laughs> Well, I'm coming to Maui to do my own personal meditation retreat. So I thought I have some dear friends and colleagues in Mm -hmm. Maui. Mm -hmm. Um, Prakash over at the Hospice of Maui um, is a colleague and friend of mine. And I just uh, inquired at what other possibilities I might um, share the film with people. And he talked to to me about uh, unity. So I, I contacted Unity. So that's, it's really, I'm there, and I, and you know, when I come anywhere, I just, I want to share the film with anybody who's interested. When did you make the film, Nancy? In February 2005. And I finished. this is the first film you've ever made? First film I've ever made. What was the process like? And Well, it was very interesting, because <laughs> being a counselor, um, you know, techno anything is not my forte. So I had to really learn. Um, I went to courses at the Film Arts Foundation, and um, I wasn't behind the camera at all the, all times. What I learned in the film classes is when you don't know how to do it, you know, hire the best. And <laughs> That's so a good I, way to make a film, right? Yeah, and I found the best that I could find, and I had some incredible people. My cinematographer was just wonderful, and my editors, and... Um, so we were a great team. So, so this is a film that interlaces these seven stories? Yes. So yes, we just weave in and out of them. Yes. When we, we talk about the gifts of grief, mm-hmm. Nancy, um, what do you think the most, um, well, and there are several, but what, what do you, for your own life, what, what would you say are maybe the top three gifts, lessons, blessings from grief? I'd say first and foremost is it really has um, taught me how to appreciate the moment, that there is such um, preciousness and um, immediacy in the moment, and that those moments are what we have, and those are our life, and to really honor that and to really know that and be aware of that. So that would be the first one. The second one would be that there's something about love that has become much more underscored for me since I've gone through so many losses in my life. Um, that love really is that connecting uh, quality that that is sort of the essence of being a human being for me. And thirdly, I would say there's something about um, uh, learning really how to uh, be present um, more present than I ever thought I could be. It's like that, um, you know, you, if you're not here, if you're not awake, if you're not present to these moments, life's going to just pass you by. And so it's really taught me so much about presence. And those would be my three high, high points. Is the grief process different um, depending upon how the, the person passes? 
In other words, if it's a long illness or if it's sure. a sudden accident or something like that happened with your father. Right. I would say that there's different qualities of the grief that comes through, like in a sudden death or, uh, you know, even a murder or a suicide. There's, there's like in, an intensity of different feelings that might come up that may linger longer or take take a while to actually work through because they're intense. Mm-hmm. The shock, the anger, the, you know, the just not being able to kind of put it all together in some way that makes sense, especially if it's um, something so sudden. Um, so sometimes the time uh, that grief takes, uh, it changes with each person and each loss um, and the intensity of the feeling. Um, when you know, but there's so many different characteristics of grief that we all have, no matter what kind of loss. Um, we all experience some quality of, you know, shock, even if you're prepared for it. One of the things my mother, my spiritual mother, shared um, when my dad died, my spiritual mm-hmm. dad, and they had a great, loving relationship and yes. deeply devoted to each other. He had a long illness it was, and uh, lots of healing that went on uh, but the love in that family was there from the get go mm-hmm. but what she said after you know he passed um, and it was beautiful was that it took the longest time for her to feel like her mind would stay home I mean she just <laughs> she couldn't follow track she couldn't right. focus concentrate. Yeah, yeah and and she said she wished someone had told her that they told her about all the different stages mm-hmm. but no one told her Mm-hmm. You're just going to not be able to function in a lot of ways. You're not going to be able to remember. You start out right. at the house, and you get to the car, right. and you don't have a clue where right. you were going. And, and you can't go back. I right. mean, it, there's n- it's as if your mind just leaves you when the grief is so deep. And right. and uh, part of me, I, I, I just intuitively think that that's almost the way the Holy Spirit protects us because the right. loss just, you know, it's so inconceivable when you deeply, deeply love a pet, a person, mm-hmm. I mean, and they've been so much of your life. There's no way to intellectually integrate that. It, it's it, true. You just have to learn to swim in those waters, and right. they're new. And I thank you so much. And all the people, there are so many. We have to go to break, but so many people are helping us come to terms with something that is so natural. Right. right. And, and so much. Exactly. And in the Western world, the Christian Judaic tradition, mm-hmm. we just aren't very skilled at this. Exactly. I mean, in the Buddhist world, in the, in the Hindu world, it's, it's honored. It's celebrated as a sense mm-hmm. of ongoingness. And there's a total different awareness. And everyone knows you're going to die. But right. we just, we have whole patterns of get the body out of the house, right. get on with it, you know, visit, bring it. some food, yeah. bring some mm-hmm. flowers, and three weeks later, forget about it, you know. And the people in the grief process can't do it like that. So right. will you stay on the line, Nancy? Absolutely. It's wonderful. We're so glad for this. This is a filmmaker and a grief educator named Nancy Sabonia. She'll be back to talk to you. If you have any questions, you can call in 242-7800. 242-7800. But we do want to hear from our sponsors, so please stay tuned to Conversations with Friends. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Trisha Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Trisha Morris and her team of magicians today. 874-8800. That's 874-8800 for Hawaii's premier mortgage company. And now, back to Conversations with Friends. And before we go back online with uh, our grief educator, Nancy Sabonia, in Oakland, who's coming to Maui, and her program will be February 4th, I want to just say thank you so much to Myrna Stone and Real Estate Maui Style, one of our 
wonderful sponsors. Wonderful sponsors. And boy, this year's cover is worth framing. It's the <laughs> deepest, most beautiful indigo blue with a, uh, a one of our favorite creatures on the planet, a humpback whale humpback diving whale. deep in the water. You just see it starting to go through the water. And why we like this magazine so much is it not only lists homes, condos, and who's who in Maui real estate and gives you a real insight into it. 2007 who's who. Oh, 2007 so who's who. It. But you know, there's an article in here uh, about the humpback whales and how yeah. how to honor them because we are in a preserve. We're mm-hmm. a sanctuary. You can't well, I didn't want to get that close to them anyway. I mean, those <laughs> guys are big. You know, from a distance, you go, oh, yeah, no problem. You get near that little baby <laughs> whale, and it'll take that boat and just turn <laughs> it over, not even know it touched Don't you. Don't get slapped. But one of the, this month, I would invite anybody who lives on Maui to stop by because in here, they've got this wonderful artist, Mr. Bailey, who painted 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then, Jim, they got seven great contemporary artists to paint the same scene in their own style and that exhibit is on at the mac right now but it it tells you how they did it and shows you the artwork and the pictures and it's just exquisite so we thank um, myrna stone the magazine is real estate maui style and it's not just about houses and condos it gives you real insight into maui pick it up anywhere it's outside all those Magazine racks you see around the island, and it's free, absolutely, and, and every place. But it gives you real good insight. The writer, whoever they have writing this stuff, they've also got Maui grown coffee and tells you how they build, how they're growing it all over. And what a great crop that is for us! Wow, wow. Thank well, you. Nancy, thank you for waiting. This is uh, Nancy Sabonia coming to Maui on February fourth to show us a movie that she made, tracking seven people walking through different stages of grief, different experiences. And then giving us an opportunity to actually process some of our own. We thank you so much. Um, I wanted to, you said you worked with Stephen Levine. Mm-hmm. And he has, I think, the most important questions. And I just want to leave you with them, too. Is, um, and is if you knew that you were going to die tomorrow, who would you call? What would you say? And why are you waiting? And, Nancy, I wrote that a year before to my brother, who was estranged. Uh-huh. And I just wanted him to know that if I were to die tomorrow, I would want him to know how much I really loved him mm. and how much it he meant in my life. And whatever choices he made, that was fine because I always would love him. And I know when he died, because he's seven years younger than me unexpectedly, there was something inside of me that knew that a year ago I was able to share with him the deepest, truest thoughts that I had, which is just how much I loved him. And just how sorry I was. And, uh, you know, it's just just that. I just would anybody listening that has any unhealed relationship with any family or important person, you don't know how long you have, you know. Mm. And to leave anything unhealed. For me, when I work with people going through grief, Nancy, yeah. the, the deepest grief are the ones who have that unhealed stuff. I mean, they wail. They just can't even start to move on. People who have loved and shared their love, as tough as it is, there's just some grace in that. So don't leave anything unhealed, you know. (laughs) There's no pride big enough. There's no issue strong enough that if you really knew the truth, um, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't clean it up today. So some of you drive over to the beach, watch that sunset, write that letter, make that phone call, let Mm -hmm. those tears flow. You'll be glad you did. I can't tell you how much that meant um, when I just sat and reflected on my brother that at least I knew I had told him. Yeah. Yeah. So, Nancy, what would you like to say to our people? We have a few more minutes with you. (laughs) 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 What? (laughs) Let's see. Um, Well, I'd like to really invite people to come to the film. Um, Grief is such a natural and normal part of our life. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that this film can give us a a venue, a place, a safe, sacred place Mm -hmm. to be able to just talk about it, share Mm -hmm. our tears, be open, um, explore, uh, talk about different difficulties in our culture, in our families, in our own hearts that that keep us, um, you know, more blocked or unable to express our pain. Um, Pain's a normal, a universal part of living, mm-hmm. and I'm just hoping that somehow um, we can embrace 
uh, both the pain and the joys and not see them so um, separated or divided, but just as a part of a rich human life. And it's all about loving, isn't it? It's all about loving. And nothing cuts through the bullshit faster than realizing that you're in the presence of a spiritual being who may leave their body. Right. And you may not get to hug them again or in physical form tell them again. There's something, I think you said it in your three gifts, that makes you fully present. Right. Fully present. Nancy, if if folks want to find out more about the film or about you, do you have a website? I do. It's uh, www giftsofgrief.com Is the film, uh, can you watch clips and stuff of the film online? Yeah, there's a two and a half minute trailer that mm-hmm. people can watch and there's a little bit more information about myself and the film and also wherever I'm presenting it I make sure that I have that up on my uh, website, you know, wherever my next screening is going to be. Nancy, we look forward to meeting you in person. We'll be welcoming you, and we're sending you aloha right now. You don't have to wait. Okay. And the whales are here, and they'll be just really ready (laughs) to give you a special blessing. And we bless everybody working in hospice and awakening us, helping us teach Ramdas and that wonderful group that they're all that they're doing to bring affordable. Um, funerals to Maui and um, conscious dying and so thank you Nancy thank, thank you, you so, much. so much thank you aloha aloha you know Jim this is uh, I, just only two weeks we are starting our launch of the Gandhi King season for peace and nonviolence yesterday was Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King Luther Jr.'s birthday. birthday he would have been 78 Eight. years old and when he you know there's just no way to hear that I have a dream there's just it's no just way. I mean, I'm 60-plus now, <laughs> and I was put on fire by that. What a voice. What a, there's what so, a vision. There's such vision. When to hear, you know, yesterday you couldn't help but listen to replays of that. And just to hear that vision and that voice and, and the power of what he, the truth of what was coming through that young man. A call to the uh, vision that is calling us forward. And I'm looking forward to that. I believe in the next presidential campaign, Jim, you're going to hear people speak from vision, and mm-hmm. nobody's going to get elected if they try that old fear-mongering, war-mongering stuff. Mm-hmm. Because vision will trump fear mm-hmm. if you give it a chance. Mm-hmm. And then it has to—it goes back and it takes care of what it has to take care of. But if you play to fear, Jim, you're playing your lowest card you got. Right. You're shutting off all the forces of the divine to help mm-hmm. you. Well, I so I want to encourage. I think we're seeing vision. I think we're going. I think we're going to see vision. See a lot of vision. Yeah, the Republicans and Democrats both have books out with hope in them. Yeah. <laughs> hope good is good the word. Yeah, I saw Washington. that. I, I saw the uh, Demo- Democratic governor, a senator, and a. And a Republican governor. Uh-huh. Both of their books have hope, hope in the title. Yeah. And I thought, boy, thank God. And I'm, I'm not choosing sides. I'm just saying you got to speak to vision right. and, and called by vision. And that's what we're about as a community. God has a vision for the world. And it, it's a world that works for everybody. God doesn't have any favors in these favorites in these fights. And I'm sorry, but he just doesn't. Well, she doesn't. Someone said possible. how stunning it was. I heard a, a commentary on uh, NPR yesterday how stunning it was. She woke up with her kids uh, who were six years old and 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 the first thing they heard on the radio was about the um, execution of Saddam's uh, uh, brother and, and, and colleagues mm-hmm. on the same day as you know the kids were home from Martin, from Martin mm-hmm, Luther King mm-hmm. Day where they could actually learn about peace and nonviolence and what a stunning contrast and so the first thing the kids asked was what's decapitation mom mm. and after she explained that mm. then she could get into the message of Martin Luther King, and that was so nonviolent. So you know, once the Palestinian people understand nonviolent, they'll get the world support overnight. Mm-hmm. And Israel too. I mean, nonviolence is the only way we can heal our world. And um, you know, they say, "Well, yeah, but these terrorists. Well, people are dying in this war. Has anybody counted the number of Iraqis that yeah. are dead with our bombs?" The another, fact that another today, a big, big attack at the University of Baghdad. Mm, so we send prayers. We're not choosing sides. Send light. Send love. And do your work. And learn. And work. Um, you know. And again, we've got to work for peace. Mm. And we've got to. And it's tough. And, and it's and freedom. Martin Luther King Jr. said is not free it costs a lot every mm-hmm. every great person and every great movement so the assignment is, is because we've got these beautiful children on our planet we've got these gorgeous beautiful children and um okay well, i wanted to say one thing yeah. before we go um mm-hmm. you you mentioned a, a few weeks ago uh how martin luther king died he was 
tell us about that because I thought that was so poignant, and I was thinking about that yesterday. Well, I was trying to remember the song. It was uh, it was Jackson. Jesse Jackson was a young man, twenty one, right. twenty two years old, and he just learned been to a big revival and came in singing a big gospel song about like I'm in the light, mm-hmm. and he was singing it in such a way that Martin Luther King Jr. started singing and laughing with yeah. him because he was doing what a twenty one year old do, and right. and so the very last words is the gun went off and hit him, and he died instantly. He had this huge smile about and singing the words of I'm in the light. And wow. I don't know those were the words, but it, that was the gist of it. He actually was singing the glory of God at the moment it hit. What a way to go and, out. And, 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 you know, it's what a sad thing that he left us, but what a magnificent legacy. And mm-hmm. there's no doubt he's in the light. I mean, this guy is still working. There's mm-hmm. no doubt. When we bless him and his family, they're going to be on the peace train, Jim, um, his children, the grandchildren of Mahatma Gandhi. We're going to take a train from L.A. We're going to go to Agape International with Michael Beckwith and Ricky Byers Beckwith. Our hula hooey's dancing. The um, the Southern Christian Leadership Council. A bunch of those guys. They're getting up there, seventy, eighty years old now. They're going to be on the train. Mm-hmm. The Gandhi family is going to be on the King. The Cesar Chavez family is going to be on the train. And then people today working for peace. And we're going to ride this train, and we're going to do whistle stops, and then we're going to do an all-day conference on nonviolence. And you, too, can be on the train, too. You, too, can be on it's the train. It's open to anyone. Unityonmaui.org will tell you how to do it, or go on agnt.org and find train. It's in April. It's in April, but next week, Michael Beckwith and Ricky Byers Beckwith are coming to town on Thursday, February 1st. They're going to do a three-hour workshop at Unity Church. Christian Sorensen, one of the most dynamic speakers, is going to be our guest speaker on Sunday the 28th, is it? Yeah, 28th. He is so dynamic. We're going to launch season for peace and nonviolence with our hula hooey dancing, I Have a Dream. Mm. Oh, it'll take your breath away. Then, if that wasn't enough, we're doing a whale watch on the 31st with didgeridoos and with the uh, Michael Beckwith, the agent team, Marty Dredd will be on the boat. I believe the 31st is someone's birthday. No, the 30th is my birthday. 30th, okay. The 30th, but hey. It'll all be part of this birthday celebration, Mary. Right, and then uh, on February um, 4th, We'll have Marty Dredd yeah. at church. So wow. um, go online, unityonmaui.org, and, and look at our calendar, our classes. It's fabulous. And uh, this Thursday night, we have a, a for anybody who wants to do treasure mapping or vision boarding, Thursday night, come down to the church. They have all these fabulous catalogs. Any grace is awesome. Fabulous, fabulous. But we're going to talk about a new class that's starting. Um, we have a... A, a jazzercise dance class Saturday mornings that's already going. It's open to anyone. I'm loving it, I have to say. I totally, Hannah Steele is a fabulous teacher. But we have Nancy Paul, who's starting a class coming right up. Nancy, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Nancy Paul, welcome. Aloha, Nancy. welcome. It's nice to be here. When is it starting? It's starting January 30, 30th, Tuesday evening. 530 oh, to 630. Birthday. Yes. Well, I won't make that one, but I'll make uh, <laughs> and Michael Beckwith. You sure you don't need to start this a week later? <laughs> well, we can repeat this okay, for okay, you. Okay. All right, honey. <laughs> well, because I do want you to take it. I know, know and Michael Beckwith's there on the um, first. So that would be the Tuesday and the Thursday. So. I think we set this up earlier yeah, and yeah, the dates yeah. conflicted. But, uh, uh, well, you got to start, but I'll, jump, I'll join you the week after. Great. Tuesday, Thursday for four weeks, is that correct? Yes, and then every Tuesday thereafter, just once a week. Oh, just Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're teaching Tai Chi Chuan. I am. What is Tai Chi Chuan for those who don't know it? I had that question asked to me the other night when I was working a bank, when I was so surprised that no, she didn't know. I thought everybody knew. It's, it's like people <laughs> say, what's feng shui? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's an internal exercise done with external movements. I like to put it that way. It originated in China, where it has been practiced for over 2,000 years. And there are different legends as to how it came to be. My favorite one is... Um, or the one I'm familiar with, is the Taoist sage, Chang Sang Fang. From the oh, thir- old Chang Sang. <laughs> I remember him. You know, he was from a the really 13th one. century. <laughs> he had a dreamer of vision, and from this developed a new approach to martial arts using internal strength rather than brute force. Well, there you go. That's just what we're Absolutely. talking about, nonviolence in every area. 
And Tai Chi, excel, the word Tai Chi means supreme ultimate, and the latter word means boxing. It was first and foremost a martial art. Now, I took it a few years ago in, in Virginia, and I was told by my teacher that it is actually the highest of the martial arts, that when you really master Tai Chi, you know, if you're in a fight with someone, another martial artist, it's actually the most supreme. Talk about that, because it seems so um, gentle. It is called the soft martial art, but that doesn't imply weakness. Yeah. Instead, it means yielding and not using a necessary force to overcome an opponent. Because you're kind of basically putting their force back at them. Right. When you yield, um, Tai Chi is based on the principles of yin and yang. Mm -hmm. And what that is is the balance of balance of opposite forces within you. Mm -hmm. And in Tai Chi, you, the yin position is the soft, the empty. Mm -hmm. So the yang is the full. So you're constantly moving in yin and yang, empty mm -hmm. and full when you use your postures. So if somebody comes af at you, you would yin them. You mm -hmm. would yield. Mm -hmm. So the so energy moves towards you and then you kind of let it yield and then they're yes. basically dissipating their energy that they're pushing your direction. Yes. And you just it's follow their energy through. And you just pick it up and bring them right with you. Right. <laughs> it's it's one of those things you see, you know, it's these pictures. You uh -huh. see these pictures in China and Hong Kong where people are out in the park in the morning doing this. Right. This is something that is practiced by people of all ages, and it's especially good for for seniors. Yes, it is. I taught at a senior center in um, actually Hendersonville, North Carolina, and one of the things I asked my students after they learned the whole form is what were the benefits mm. that you received? And without a doubt, the number one benefit each one of them said was, I have no more fear of falling. I, my balance has improved. My strength has Flexibility, improved. Flexibility, yeah. I understand how the body moves as a unit now. I'm understanding my breath. It, it's amazing. And and you see the suppleness of, of doing this. I mean, you may start and you'd be pretty rigid and not used to this kind of free-flowing. But it, I've noticed that after a very short period of time, you really get into the flow of it. Yes. How long have you been teaching? I've been practicing and teaching for 29 years. Wow. Oh, wow. I'm a Yay. student of Tai Chi. I, I really have understood that as you practice Tai Chi, it's an ongoing process. You're always a student. That's the Taoist perspective. Yes. You, 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 you're just a student of it. That, yes. that is awesome. So what, what uh, style? Because I know some is almost a dance form. Some is very um, stylized. What, d describe your, your process. I learned Tai Chi when I was first pregnant with my first child uh, in 1979. And the short yang form is the form I learned from my former husband, who has a Tai Chi school in Asheville. And I also studied with Jin Man. No, I'm sorry. I didn't study with Jin Manjing. I wish I had. <laughs> he originated the form and brought it to the West in the 1960s. But the form, um, I studied with Benjamin Lowe also. Um, so th what is the short form versus the, short the long form? form the short yang form is 65 movements mm -hmm. with 37 postures. And the choreography is sort of important. I mean, it, this is a, a bit It's an ongoing movement. Yoga, so you just learn, you learn one you movement learn and one another. You learn one posture, yeah. and it flows into the second mm -hmm. posture. And each week I will be adding one, and you practice it, and then you add the second one. And, um, so is this something that people can join in? Because, like, I won't be able to be there the first two, but I really, as you know, have been asking you to do this for how many years now? When you had been practicing 25 I years. Promise I, I'll, <laughs> I promise I'll meet with you on the side and... <laughs> I'll stand because I'm really excited about this. I've been looking forward to it. I've, just like our dance class we have on uh, Saturday mornings, I've really been looking for our our studio on High Street. Just is so wonderful for movement. You can either be outside in the grass or inside on this wonderful open floor. It's a gorgeous location mm. and beautiful. So we're looking for if someone wants to come and teach yoga or other dance classes. We would love to talk to you. Um, but I'm really excited about this. And and once we take the four weeks, will we be able, will we know how to do those 64 
question. Um, it takes about six months to learn the whole form. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, so it's are a you commitment. coming back around? Or you <laughs> <laughs> well, every Tuesday for six months I'll be there. Oh, the oh. The class goes, it's oh. an ongoing class. For six months. So, so what did I see four weeks? So it keeps, okay. building, it keeps the fir- building on the itself. The first month we're going to practice Tuesday and Thursday. Oh, so it's twice a week Got for it. a month. And, and then, then once a week for six months. Oh, I love that. Off and on. Now, so what's I your practice? That. Do you do this every day? I do. I do. Um, I like to do it in the morning when I get up mm-hmm. and then as I retire. Some of the most beautiful thing, images that I, that I see are, are on the beach at sunset, sunrise. You see these people um, of all ages doing Chai Chi Chuan. And it is so gorgeous because mm-hmm. it's just a, a great way to, to welcome the day or to conclude the day. It really is. Um, I have a great quote here. I want a couple great quotes. Uh, tai Chi movement is rooted in the ground, accelerated by the legs, controlled by the waist, conducted along the spine and into the arms, and manifested through the fingers. Mm. And I just love that quote because you do, when you practice Tai Chi, you're in a very relaxed meditative state. And that's why they call it meditation in motion. You hear that. So you, do you get into that state first or is that state uh, happen through the process of going through the pa- postures? It's through the process because you start to relax your body and you start focusing your mind on all these movements. And they're done very slowly. So when your mind's focused, your awareness can expand. And you, in Tai Chi, you move from your center, which mm-hmm. we call the Dantian, Dantian, and it's right below the belly button. Three fingers below, is that right? And so when you relax and sink your weight into that position, you open up the uh, flow of Chi, which is the vital force, they call it. In the How long does it take you to go through all 65 postures? 12 to 15 minutes. Okay. So oh, it's really? not long. And that's why Chin Man Ching shortened the form. Mm-hmm. He was bringing it the to the West. Short form? Okay. Yeah, the long form was 108 um, postures. And he shortened it. And he was bringing it to the West. And I think he did it for us because we, <laughs> we don't have enough time. We can so do 12 minutes. So he shortened it. And, um, yeah, you can do 12 minutes. So when people are out in, and you see it when there's hundreds and hundreds in the parks in uh, China, how long are they doing? Are they doing a 12-minute process, or are they doing a long one? Because you see it. It's really artistic and lovely. Um, I don't know. There's time. so many different styles mm-hmm. of Tai Chi that exist. It's like yoga. Huh? Yes. So. Um, mm. Well, we're so grateful. So um, if someone is in out of shape, this is a great place to start. It is. Um, you do want to – I do encourage people to have s- some strength – and um, be somewhat healthy to take it. I know when I taught one class, uh, a woman in a wheelchair wheeled in. She wanted to learn. And I mm-hmm. said, well, you can go through the, the, the arm, hand, hand mm-hmm. movements and mm-hmm. arm movements. Mm-hmm. And she did. But um, to get the full benefit, you have to be able so to what stand on two feet, I say. So what, what's needed? What would people do? They You need special mats or special clothes? or No, loose-fitting clothes and uh, flat-soled shoes. It's very important. Um, you don't want, like, a tennis shoe that grabs the floor. Oh. Uh, you can go barefooted, but even that, your feet sometimes sweat and will stop you. You want something that moves very Smoothly, mm. sort of like a ballet slipper type. You flat. know, I was just over at Uncle Jesse's <laughs> here at Martial Arts Store next yeah. door, and they have what we call Tai Chi shoes. Oh, They're okay. a black shoe, black soft cotton shoe on the top, and a, a rubber soled flat. A little so. soft, real soft, mm-hmm. just like almost like a mm-hmm. slipper. Yeah. Well, we're really excited about that. What time does it start? Tuesday, Thursday night, starting January thirtieth at five thirty. Five thirty to six thirty. Yeah, and it takes a month. We'll learn all the postures within those months, and then you'll be back every Tuesday night until we really know it. I love Jim, it. my Tuesday nights are taken. <laughs> I think that's I got to change the board meeting again. Ta- you know? I think Tai Chi sounds like it's it's easy. Do, do, when you got into it, you said you were pregnant. Mm-hmm. So is this something that you recommend for people who are? Absolutely. I had two very 
quick, healthy births, and I attribute them to Tai Chi. Because you were all balanced and loose. And <laughs> yeah, I was relaxed. Well, not that it didn't hurt, <laughs> mind you, in those six hours. But I, I was so healthy, and yeah. I, was, I understood my breath, and I understood how to relax, yeah. and that did help me a lot. So you do uh, 12-minute exercise in the morning and 12 minutes at night. Do you notice you said balance is definitely the first thing. What about relaxation? Yeah, I come home, I'm kind of either just wiped out by the day or I'm really charged. How does that impact it? Absolutely. When you start doing Tai Chi, it takes all your focus mm-hmm. to do it. Okay. So you, it just helps bring that focus in. You start concentrating on your breath awareness. When I started practicing Tai Chi, I was very physically fit. I was just swimming and doing tennis and playing softball. And I realized I was physically fit and mentally just not aware. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I call Tai Chi Body Awareness 101 Mm -hmm. because you get in touch with how your body Mm. moves as a unit. I find it's very seductive. I mean, it really is seductive to to do and to watch someone do. It's a very beautiful, elegant balance, and and the way that the postures just gently Flow. flow into one another, it's... Well, seductive. am I going to see you and Molly there then with me? Please well, now come. that we've said seductive, perhaps. <laughs> it says that you've got a, a special rate for couples. Yes. Is that right? Or is yes. that if you do the Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday? No. Is it, it a series or is it each week? You pay each week or is there a series rate? Um, Each week. Each week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Each All right. week. Well, this has just been na- great. We've been talking with our friend Nancy Paul, who's a... Tai Chi teacher. I've been practicing 29 years, so I don't know how we use master. They they throw the <laughs> word master around here on Maui pretty easily. But I, li- I like the hum- I like the humility of, of the Taoist perspective. I'm just a student. I'm yes. just a student, and, and that's a, how I really feel. The Dalai Lama. I'm just a monk, yeah. right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just beautiful to have you come by. Thank you so much. What's your yeah. big inspiration now? You got a football favorite, Nancy, and I were watching the. <laughs> The game, my my three teams are out. So, uh, fortunately, I had the I had this um, I had the um, New Orleans Saints as my backup. But my my teams are gone. They're gone. gone. Mine too. San Diego let me down. Oh man, (laughs) Kansas. I had Kansas City, San Diego, and Seattle. I figured one of those, right? But I knew we all have to root for the Saints, right? I mean, don't you? Absolutely. I mean, after what they went through in Katrina, and I think it's really exciting to see that maybe we'll have a new American team. You know? That would be America's team. America's team. I'm rooting for New Orleans. I, mean, I think everybody's yeah. rooting for New Orleans <laughs> in some place. And, and, and all of us, you know, we were talking um, about grief in the first segment, Nancy, and, and uh, what happened in Katrina, that kind of grief of losing everything. And then mm. looking up and realizing your country didn't come for you. Mm. And, and we still have to live with that. Mm-hmm. We still have to. I think what, I hope that people here on Maui, with all our blessings, remember that the people in Katrina still haven't re- rebuilt yet. I mean, there's a lot going on down there. So grief is um, ongoing. We would pray for all people today everywhere that's going through a difficult time. And how great it is that this practice of Tai Chi, wherever you are, you can do it. Yes. And uh, you take it with you. You don't have to take your weights. You don't have to take your special little outfit. (laughs) And if you're a hotel room and traveling, this is great for travelers, I would think. It is. Jet lag and all that stuff. And there are videos and DVDs Mm -hmm. out there. Uh, Terry Dunn has a good one that I'm going to be showing in the first class. It's beautiful. He's doing Tai Chi on the rocks Mm -hmm. overlooking the ocean. He explains Mm -hmm. all about the history of Tai Chi and where it came from and Mm -hmm. the benefits one can receive. Uh, Your circulation improves, your balance, your flexibility, your breathing. I know when I started Tai Chi, I was holding my breath. I didn't know how often I just stopped that flow of my breath and the energy coming into me. So you, you just become aware of how you move as mm-hmm. a whole unit mm-hmm. and how you move through life. And then as you practice that, you can take Tai Chi with you during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's been a big thing for seniors who are concerned about you know falling and breaking hips. Yes. Um, and, and it's often prescribed as a, as a way to help, you know, really feel more confident in your body and, mm-hmm. and be comfortable in balance. What a great thing to do on the way home for everybody that's listening that works in the county offices. Our our uh, church on High Street is two blocks away from the county office, so everybody that works in Wailuku, uh, wouldn't that be great on your way home at 530 to have people stop in and spend that hour and change your life? 
you know, we talk about change your thoughts, change your life, but change your breath. And what I'm hearing you do is that Tai Chi isn't something you do while the TV's going and you're multitasking. <laughs> I have all my friends who are working on the treadmill. They've got their iPod going. Yeah. They're flipping through their little things, their little blackberries, and, you know, got 14 things doing. And, and I thought, you know, how much better if they just took less time with all that and just focused on their body. So this will do it for you, huh? Well, I've been asked, why do you practice Tai Chi? And my main reason is to connect to my source through movement. Awesome. That is just beautiful. This is Nancy Paul. It starts two weeks from uh, tonight. Yes. Or is it? Yeah, two weeks from tonight. And it'll be Tuesdays and Thursdays for a month. And uh, then every Tuesday night after that, we really thank you for coming in. Thank you for enjoying um, spending the day with us. We were just really excited. Well, I wanted to leave you with a Chinese quote that I love. When you practice Tai Chi, you achieve the pliability of a child, the strength of a lumberjack, and the wisdom of a sage. All really good reasons for practicing Tai Chi. Say that again. (laughs) I want to claim it. When you practice Tai Tai Chi, you achieve the pliability of a child. The strength of a lumberjack and the wisdom of a sage. That's awesome. (laughs) Nancy Paul, our new Tai Chi teacher at Unity Church of Maui. Please come by. It's a lot of fun. It's great. Jim, it's been great having you with us today. We do want to invite people. We'll be meeting this Sunday at the Seventh-day Adventist Church, Unity Church of Maui. So grateful to that wonderful congregation. They meet on Saturdays. We meet on Sundays. 9.30 in the silence, 10 o'clock celebration service, and oh, what a wonderful, wonderful Sunday we have for you. Um, It's just going to be awesome. We'd love to see you there. And there are all these activities coming up for the end of of this month. Um, If you have not met Michael Beckwith in person, Mm -hmm. you must take advantage of this opportunity because he is an amazing soul. Um, He's my God man. I love him. Great meditation teacher. And the idea of just going out on the whale watch with these folks sounds like an amazing you know, we're there's, we're going to see a lot of whales. Oh, it's going to be great. And the didgeridoos on the boat. Oh, you know, wow. didgeridoos and whales are very friendly. This Thursday night, uh, mm-hmm. excuse me, this Wednesday night, tomorrow, tomorrow um, I'm going to start a four-week series on Jesus and as a metaphor for our own transformation. What's using the name of the class? It's I called the Jesus class. The Jesus class. The Jesus like class. That. And <laughs> it's because we're going to really expre- experience the whole, uh, his life as a metaphor for our own transformation, mm-hmm. study the Aramaic language that he spoke in. You're going to study Aramaic? We're going to study the Aramaic translation. We're going to look at the (laughs) parables from a a real amazing deep, deep look at our own learning and how we're here to educate our souls in advance. We're also going to take a perspective of a Hindu, Paramahansa Yogananda, wrote a two-volume book called The Second Coming of Christ, where he looks at every one of his teachings Uh and interprets it from a Hindu point of view, which is amazing insight, because... Paramahansa Yogananda had amazing, profound experience with Jesus. So that's going to be on Wednesday nights. Thursday night is treasure mapping. Friday night is Reiki. The weekend is Reiki um, all weekend long if you want to start that process. And uh, just it's just a great week at Unity once again. Yes. Something's happened on the 21st, too. It's I a can't. great way to start the year. The, these, these classes with our School of Spiritual Transformation and Leadership are just amazing. If you don't have a copy of the catalog, you can call the church at 242-9327 or visit us online at unityonmaui.org. And remember, the word for today is let go, let God, and trust. To trust is totally rely upon spirit's timing. There is a flow, and there is something good happening. So one of the affirmations we like to use is life is good, All the time. All the time. Love always works. And that's the final word. Aloha. Have a most blessed day. We'll see you again right here on Conversations with Friends next Tuesday. Aloha. Aloha.